Good evening, everyone from Richmond Hill. Our reading tonight is from Luke chapter one, verses 46 through 55. It's also known as the Canticle of Mary or Mary's Magnificat. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly servant from this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great for things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. This is the word of God for the people of God. Please pray with me. Oh God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations in all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. Oh God, you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. To preach about joy in 2020 is quite the endeavor. If I were to use just one word to describe this year, out of all the words in the English language that I have at my disposal to articulate the precise feeling of our year 2020, joy would not be the one that would immediately come up in my spirit. We are nearing the year's end, a time we often spend looking at the year behind us. And as I turn to observe this year, if I'm honest in myself and in my fellow human beings, I see fear, anxiety, uncertainty, anger, grief, and courage, resilience, tenacity, deepening faith. But joy, as I look ahead to a new year, while full of promise, as is everything that is yet to come, I still see so much pain. There is still so much injustice. Our prisons are full, our people face eviction and hunger. The death toll continues to rise and there is still so much hatred. There is so much work to be done to heal and to seek justice and to rebuild and to reimagine and to vaccinate and to tend to one another. Where is joy to be found? My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my savior. Do you hear joy in these words? If joy is what we're looking for, Mary's Magnificat calls us, yes, to seek joy in God. But I also would argue that this canticle urges us to find joy 
in the present, to seek joy in a God of here, right now, this moment, this particular point in time. While there is good, deep work to do on, in reflecting on what has, what has come to pass, and in imagining and hoping and preparing for what is yet to come, joy is experienced right in the middle of the past and the future, right now. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. Almost every other line in this short canticle, this canticle right in the middle of an intimate conversation between two expectant women in Luke's gospel, almost every other line is either about the future or the past. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. He has shown the strength of his arm, has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy. But these lines, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. These lines filled with joy, they are in the present tense. Perhaps then joy is to be found in the present tense. And this right here is the paradox of Advent. As we imagine this conversation between two women, two pregnant women filled with the expectation of what is to come, two women who will give birth to two little children who will grow up to be a prophet and a messiah, right now in this moment of conversation, none of that's happened yet. And yet, joy. The babies are not yet born. The prophecy is not yet fulfilled. And here are two pregnant women filled with joy. This moment, these women, that's enough for joy. Their joy is about what is to come, but it is felt in the now. God is coming, and yet, paradoxically, God is right here. As we deepen into the season of Advent, we expect the presence of God coming in the form of Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. And we rejoice that God is already here. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. Some of you may know that on Sunday, I was ordained into Christian ministry. An ordination in some ways embodies the paradox of Advent, a time of expectation, a marker of a call to Christian ministry simultaneously answered, yet also still much to unfold. It's been a long and winding path to this moment, something I have longed for and worked for and prayed for with many, many hands holding mine and guiding my path. But what you may or may not know is that on Sunday morning, as I prepared for the afternoon Zoom ceremony, I got up early and with a dear friend, jumped into the frigid waters of the James River. There is nothing like cold water to snap you into the present. And it sounds crazy, but a morning swim for me in cold water fills me with a kind of joy that is hard to put into words. 
My whole body feels alive. I can't stop grinning in this kind of maniacal, giddy joy. And especially on a crisp morning filled with sunshine, cold water makes me feel the expectant hope and promise of a new day. And it was that swim on that particular morning that got me thinking about this connection between joy and presence. There's nothing inherently joyful about cold water, but it is the thing for me that shocks me into the right now. At that moment, I wasn't thinking about all the things I needed to do to prepare for the ceremony or all the work that was waiting for me on Monday morning or even about the rising death toll or the precarity of our democracy or about the depth of injustice in our world. I wasn't even thinking about the joy that was to come, the joy that did come on that moment of ordination. In that moment in the water, or if I'm honest, the moment just out after when I got out of the water, that moment, I was just present, my soul rejoicing, reveling in the simple joy of the present tense. What is that thing for you that brings you this joy, this particular joy of being present, even in this season of quarantine and Advent? Is it a cup of tea or a moment in prayer or meditation? Is it making art or losing track of time in a long phone call with a dear friend? Is it noticing the shadows of light on a wall? Or is it blaring music and losing yourself in something that is so loud that you forget about the world around you? Or is it singing your heart out in the shower when no one can hear you? And where can you find joy? And can you find joy right now in this very moment? Can you find it in this community of Richmond Hill, in these pixelated spaces on the screens looking at you or here in our chapel, the few of us who've gathered here? These faces might be strangers or they might be a friend that you long to see in real life, but for right now must remain pixels. Can you find joy in the candles of Advent? Can you find it in the breath in and out that reminds you that you are here now in this body and that God is with you here now in your breath. My invitation to you today is this. As we prepare for the coming of Jesus in this season of Advent, as we look expectantly to his coming, as we await the joy of Christmas Day, I invite you to revel in the small moments of joy in the present tense. Yes, there is pain. Yes, there is grief, and it is sharp and raw and real. Yes, there is work to be done. Yes, the world as it is is so far from the world that could be, and that gap between the two can sometimes be so daunting. And yes, we long for that world just as we long for the coming of Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us, coming in the form of a baby laid in a manger on Christmas morning. But we are here. Here we are. Right now. And Mary calls us to rejoice in the present moment. And so we shall. 
My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. The joy of Christmas will come. Jesus, Emmanuel, is coming, but God is right here in the present tense. Rejoice. Amen.